What's good, America? Welcome back to another episode here on What's the Word Entertainment. Of course, you've got your host here, Sherm and Obed, with you back in action. Obed, uh, happy, I guess, post-Thanksgiving to you. Hope you had a great time and had plenty of food. I'm, I'm, are you still working on leftovers? As if you are, they're kind of suspect right now, my man. You know what? If anybody, individuals in America are willing to risk it all, you go right ahead. Turn it into a soup, get, put an egg on it, but please do not be eating that carcass right now. It's not fresh anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I mean, I, I had I had leftovers probably until about Saturday, you know, making that and that leftover baked ham for breakfast and then baking hey. some ham and eggs, hey. all hey. all point all day. Smells like but breakfast. Yeah, this, yeah, but now what are we at? Where are we at? Well, Wednesday after Thanksgiving now. Yeah, it's time. It's time to throw it up, folks. If you still got leftovers, you need to you need to reevaluate your life choices right now. If you're still eating leftovers, I'm okay if it's some treats, right? If there's still a piece of pie left, if there's still some cookies okay. left, I understand that. But if you're talking about, yo, this tuna casserole, no. <laughs> tuna going bad. <laughs> yeah, definitely not getting down with that. Well, folks, glad to have you back here with us on What's the Word Entertainment. We're going to get right into it this week. We're going to start out. We're going to be doing an all-football episode here this week, as we mostly do here. But uh, we're going to start in the college ranks. We're going to recap a little week 14 action in the world of college football. Of course, obviously the biggest Probably the most exciting game of the weekend was Auburn, Alabama in the Iron Bowl, and Auburn got the upset of Bama. Man, what a game that was, Obed. I don't know if you got to see the much of it or not, but uh, Auburn did come up with that victory 48-45. to um, It was in, in Alabama. Bo Nix had a decent game, you know, only threw for, what, 173 to score. Um, Max Jones did all right on the other side, throwing for 335 and four scores. But man, I guess it was really just that, you know, that Auburn defense, you know, special teams, you know, really helping them out there. But what can we say, man? Alabama goes down for the second time this year. You know, uh, your th- quickly, your th- just all, your th- quick thoughts on the game itself. I mean, they, you know, there were times where they looked like Alabama. Uh, there were times where they just didn't look like Alabama. Uh, and, you know, that that last play that kind of shut down their their fourth down opportunity there, um, just having uh, or excuse me, the punt return opportunity and then having too many individuals on, on in the game, uh, 12 men on defense. Mm-hmm. Um, it was heartbreaking. You know, if there was anything unfair uh, to, to sum it up, like uh, Nick Saban, I, I would say it's unfair that Tua Toilova had to get hurt. You know, and that we didn't get a chance to watch him play through this season uh, and stay in the hunt. Um, you know, I, it's I don't really take too much from this game. What I do is that Mac Jones doesn't look terrible. That you know he's giving himself an opportunity for the competition for quarterback next year. I'm sure they'll bring in some, you know, plus star recruit that's going to just be uh, an insane uh, athlete at the position. Um, not to be able to fill to his shoes, but uh, Auburn looked good. Auburn brought the W. Um, it, it's uh, first time with Alabama on the outside looking in. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's crazy to think that now some folks are saying that uh, Nick Saban's run of at Alabama, you know, is, it might be over. Just that dominant force of being, you know, we're always used to thinking of Alabama having straight such a dominant, dominant defenses every single year, and that's not that's not the case really this year, you know. Um, and the game has changed; it's more of an offensive game, and, and Saban's kind of, you know, I guess been opposed to that a little bit the past few years. But man. I mean, to think just to think about it now, Alabama with that loss, they're 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 probably they're going to be done out of the college football playoff. You know, um, they had a shot to go in and get into it. You know, if they stayed alive and stayed with this win, but man, I think they're done. They're actually out of the what the top five in the AP poll for the first time in the last four years now. But man, uh, kudos to Alex Auburn coming out with that victory. Um, another matchup we're looking at was Wisconsin uh, and Minnesota. 
Wisconsin Alfie came out with that W there uh, over the Golden Gophers, 38-17, to trouncing them there in that one. But, I mean, was Minnesota really just, just overrated, you think, Obed? I don't. I personally don't think Minnesota's overrated. I think they're a good team. Obviously, we talked about. Uh, I do appreciate Tanner Morgan what he's put together this year. Really, it's about him delivering the ball to his wide receivers. Uh, Bateman, 57, 1100, almost 1200 yards, 11 touchdowns. Johnson on the other side, 74, 1100 yards, 11 touchdowns as well. You know, those guys are getting after it for him. He's he's doing his best uh, Brandon Whedon impersonation with uh, Will Blackmon <laughs> and uh, uh, oh Des Bryant at OK State. Des Bryant. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but I mean, looking at their schedule, they had that one quality win, of course, as we know, over, over Penn State, oh, a five point victory, albeit, you know, at home. Other than that, they hadn't played. They, they haven't they haven't you know, they played Iowa a ranked opponent in Wisconsin. They lost both of those games. So they only beat be one ranked team. I mean, their 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 non-conference schedule was soft. The other like I said, the other side of that of that Big Ten West, I mean, it's really is soft. You know, I mean. They didn't really play much competition. They dominated throughout throughout most most of their games. You know, they had a couple. They had a close one against Fresno State early in the year. Um, even only only beat Purdue by seven, San Diego State by seven. You know what I mean? So, personally, I think Minnesota was a little bit overrated. They were, you know, they they played well as you mentioned. Tanner Morgan had a had a decent season for them, but I still think they were a little bit overrated. But kudos to Wisconsin. So Wisconsin now will be in the Big Ten championship game um, against Ohio State. And, and I tell you, if Jonathan Taylor runs the rock as he should, now he only had his what seventy six yards in this game against Minnesota. But I think they if they can establish the run with him get going, you know, and we'll talk about the game here, that game here in a few. But I think Wisconsin is the better team. So kudos to them coming out with that victory. Um, another matchup we were looking at uh, was uh, was, of course, Michigan over Ohio, Michigan and Ohio State. And Ohio State just once again has asserted their dominance on every single team they have played. They dominated Michigan in every facet of the game, 56 to 7, the total score here. Justin Fields threw for over 300 yards and four scores. And your boy, J.K. Dobbins, Whew. 211 on the ground and four scores. What else is there to be said about Ohio State? That's your first question, Obed. And then your second is do you think Harbaugh is done in Michigan? So, you know, kudos to Ohio State. I mean, proving that they are the number one team in the nation. Um, I still feel like that is that's to be seen when the whenever these guys get a chance to play uh, LSU. You know, wherever this falls down, I think it would be a great final to watch Ohio State and LSU go at it. Because I think a lot there's a lot to be said about what LSU's done this year, what Joe Burrow's done this year uh, as a as a team. Um, and their ability to just stay in all of these games. I mean, that that Alabama game uh, was very foretelling about how the rest of Alabama's season would go and kind of the trajectory that LSU is on right now. Um, and the switching and pivoting to uh, Coach Harbaugh, I mean, I don't know. There was a report that came out that his his job is in, is still safe. Uh, I've got, looks like the Daily had a couple individuals speak with uh, some anonymous sources, you love to hear, hear that, um, but they said that even though we want the dismissal and a lot of fans are calling for it, Harbaugh's job is safe heading into next season. Um, as long as athletic director Wade Mar- Manuel and the university president Mike Schlissel want Harbaugh, Harbaugh won't be fired, per one source. Mm-hmm. Um, ahead of their Board of Regents meeting on Thursday, nothing is indicated otherwise. Um, and it, I mean, he has kept them competitive. He just hasn't done done the one thing that you said they brought him here to do, to beat Ohio State. 
It doesn't help that they're, uh, uh, you know, one of the best teams in the nation, if not the best team in the nation right now, but that's a tall task. Can you keep them relevant? Absolutely. Will they lose some close games? Will they get blown out like everybody else? Yeah, but you can't beat Ohio State. What can you do? Yeah, I mean, they've just dominated all season long. And, and I said it last week, I felt that Ohio State is the number is the best team in the country, and I feel they proved it again. I mean, the closest game they had this year was against Penn State where they won by 11. After that, you can't there there isn't an opponent that they didn't beat by less than what 24 points. They dominated every single game, you know. I mean, and then the lowest and the lowest points they put up on the board was again against Penn State because Penn State has a pretty good defense. It was 28 points. After that, you know, you have 30, 34 against against Michigan State. You know, they they were putting up ridiculous numbers: 73 on Maryland, even though Maryland's a bad team, but 56 on Michigan, as we talked about, 38 to seven over Wisconsin. They just dominated every single matchup they were in. So, I mean, that's why I felt LSU had a couple close ones. So that's why I felt Ohio State is the best team. They're the, they're the, they're the most complimentary team as far as offense and defense is concerned. Of course, yeah. now you have the, the Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year in Chase Young that was announced earlier today. So, I mean, you know, this kid is amazing. You have Justin Fields slinging the rock. J.K. Dobbins, one of the best backs in, uh, all, in all of the land. I mean – Man, Ohio State is looking like a dominant, dominant force, you know. Uh, so I really, that's why I felt they were the number one seed. And then looking at the rank, the new rankings came out again today. Um, you know, man, nothing really. I don't think anything changed at the top four, if I'm not mistaken. No. The top four remains the same, with uh, what Ohio State leading the way, LSU at number two, Clemson at number three, and Georgia at number four. You know, for man, uh, obviously, of course, with the Bama loss. They they dropped down. They dropped down quite a bit. They dropped down seven spots to number twelve. Yeah. Uh, Utah and Oklahoma really benefits from that. They're moving up. So looking ahead at this week's matchups, Obed, um, with the uh, conference championships, first of one of probably was going to look at is one Friday night, Utah at Oregon. You know, Utah obviously has everything to gain from this one. If they they win this, they I think I think they're they might they might be they probably will be in. I think the committee will vote Utah in if they beat Oregon. Okay. I, um, I mean, other than that, I don't really know what else matters. Other than the other game, of course, is Baylor and Oklahoma. Number seven Baylor at number six Oklahoma. Oklahoma beat you know as we know had that thrilling comeback victory in Baylor a couple weeks ago. But in my personal opinion. If Oklahoma wins their game, I think Oklahoma deserves to get into it, not Utah. I don't know your thoughts there. So uh, I, let's, let's back up and preface for the for America that we are both stating that Georgia is going to lose to LSU in the, the, yes. the uh, SEC championship <laughs> game. Okay, so yeah. once, LSU, once Georgia loses, uh, we are stating that it's coming down to Utah, OU, or Baylor. I think that there's a lot of things at play here, uh, you know, considering Jalen Hurts is going to want to put on a show so that he can get some Heisman, um, mm-hmm. so he can get some Heisman qualification on this, uh, which, you know, I think would be up. This would be a game for him to come out and prove that he can do it. I don't know if there's going to be a lot of defense in this game. Um, so, you know, <laughs> it wasn't before. <laughs> it wasn't before. So I think he might be able to put on a light show, you know, him looking at, uh, what is it? Three thirty-two hundred yards, thirty touchdowns, six interceptions, one hundred eight carries for almost twelve hundred yards and seventeen touchdowns. He's gonna. I, I I would think if they would be one of the more electrifying teams to make it in the top four. How do they stack up? I think they could give a Clemson the run for their money, but you know that remains to be seen. What the difference between Clemson, a uh, continuously high-ranked top three, top four team in the nation all year long, versus Oklahoma that has had some slip-ups. Um, 
I mean, okay, so you're looking at the Utah Utes, right? They've got uh, their coach, Kyle Whittingham, a little talk about him, 123 and 62 in his career, uh, 11 and 2 in bowl games, might be in the running for the Michigan job, should Harbaugh not be. Uh, really? Highly, obviously, we, yeah, obviously we said, hey, you know, he's got the he's got the support of the regents board. They're, they're not looking to move, but this could also right. be an opportunity for him with Utah to prove that like he may maybe needs to go to a big name school. You know, he's got his team on the outside looking into the playoff championships. This could be a statement for him. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm going to, I'm, I'll go definitely go Utah and I'll go Oklahoma. Uh, but the, I think both those games could go either way. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Utah and Oklahoma as well, but I think I I think the like again the I think the committee will vote in Utah if LSU does in fact beat um, uh, Georgia as we mentioned yeah, yeah. now in the SEC championship game, which is in a couple weeks. But I I think excuse me, which is this weekend. I think that Oklahoma would deserves to get into the top four ahead of Utah if Oklahoma does indeed beat Baylor. I mean, just looking at, you know, Oklahoma's schedule and kind of comparing it to Utah's schedule, yeah. Oklahoma, you know, they've got, they've what they've got, they beat, they beat Baylor earlier this year with that thrilling game, that comeback victory we talked about. They beat Oklahoma state this past weekend, another ranked team. They beat Texas, another, another ranked team. So that's three ranked teams right there alone. Utah, yeah. um, what they beat Arizona state earlier this year. And that's what the only ranked team they really played, you know, their, yeah. their, their schedule wasn't, wasn't that tough. So, that's why, in my personal opinion, that's I mean, and they lost to they lost to USC, you know. If you know Oklahoma uh, does have that have that bad loss to K State, only by seven though. But I think Oklahoma had a tougher road to gain to, to in the, at this point. So I think Oklahoma and beating another top ten, beating a top ten team in Baylor again this weekend. That's why I feel Oklahoma sh- deserves it to, uh, over Utah. And of course, we already mentioned, of course, you know, LSU, Georgia. We both think it's going to be LSU all the way there. The other one in Clemson at Virginia. Um, there's, if Clemson loses this matchup, we've talked about it all year. There, they have a cupcake schedule. But if they Clemson yeah. somehow, by some miracle, loses this matchup, man, they're going to be talking about Clemson and the Tigers for a, the end until until next season. They're proving that they were. They had a really sort. They were overrated throughout the season, but I don't think they're going to lose. I think Clemson's all the way in this one. I'm sure you would agree with me here. They're going to probably win this one. Um, And then Ohio State, Wisconsin. I'm I'm going to go Buckeyes. Like I said, they're too much too much firepower in offense. Defense is strong with Chase Young. Uh, I don't think I don't think the Badgers got a chance in this one. It's basically a home game for OSU anyway. So I'm not. There's no. I don't see. I don't foresee Wisconsin beating them. Yeah, I, I I don't see it as well. I think Ohio State just has too much. I mean, even though I I like Jonathan Taylor, I think I think Ohio State excuse me just has uh, too much for the Wisconsin Badgers here this week. Is it true that Justin Fields only has one interception? Really? All season Sorry. long. I need to, you I need see, to that's what I'm saying. I do. I, I'm, I told you, I've said it before. I'm high on Justin Fields and I'm high on Jalen Hurts. I know everyone's talking about Joe Burrow, and they and they should be, but I I. I would take Justin Fields or Jalen Hurts more before I would take Joe Burrow. I know that Joe Burrow is the traditional pro style in the pocket passer. I like the athleticism that Fields and Hurts brings to the table. And I mean, what is what is pro style these days, right? Like, what is pro style when you look at what's you know taking the league by storm right now? It's when it's until somebody stops uh, these bunch of formation running quarterbacks, not really throwing. Uh, doing more predominant running, it's going to be alive, right? It's the next iteration of Cam Newtons and the early Russell Wilsons and the uh, the Colin Kaepernicks before them. 
Yeah, right, right. Absolutely. I would agree with you. I, I got you on the fact check, too. 2,654 yards, 37 touchdowns, one interception all season long on Justin Fields. Ooh, lighten it up. And if he's not in the, if he's not in New York as a Heisman finalist, it's a travesty. Right. Yep. <laughs> Let's move it along, Obey. Let's get into the pro action here. We're sending some breaking news this week here. We had a firing already this season. Uh, the Carolina Panthers have let go of head coach Ron Rivera. Man, um, I can't say this is not a, oh, a shocker, but I didn't think they would do anything in midseason. Let's just put it that way. Um, in nine years at at the helm, you know, he didn't really. They went to. They did take him take him to one Super Bowl where Cam Newton didn't win the MVP that year. He was on fire, but in nine seasons he went 76, 63 and one in record. I think this opens up the door for Cam Newton to not be in Carolina next season. We I think we talked about this a few weeks ago here on the show, but I I I think that this is the beginning of the end for or for Carolina. Cam Newton will not return next season. I agree. Oh, I completely agree with you. I don't. I I was adamant in saying that uh, during a you right you mad session, the Kansas, excuse me, the Carolina Panthers look better with Kyle Allen behind the center. Why? Because he can deliver the ball to the wide receivers. This is something that even at the height in in Cam Newton's MVP season, he was uh, completing 54 percent of his passes. 54 percent. You know, some quarterbacks are coming out of college at 60 plus. Right. Like he's just not getting it done as an, the actual quarterback half of the of the job, um, which is the core of the job. Uh, you know, if I may be so bold. But again, like we said, this new influx of individuals in the NFL, that's not their their pedigree. That's not what they what they lean on when things get down. They lean on running. Now, how many hits can your quarterback take using his body as a battering man when he should be using it as a finesse object to, you know, find seams, hit holes, uh, look for small windows and make make precision passes? That remains to be right. seen, but it, you, I think you hit it on the head. It was time. Um, outside of that 2015 season, it's just been, you know, issue after issue, uh, inability to run the ball or put a, a, you know, competent running back behind Cam Newton. And then by the time he finally did, yeah, he's got such a youthful group around him. He just can't take the beating that he took on his way to the, his MVP. Yeah, I mean, yeah, as you mentioned, they finally they got their their running back. They needed Christian McCaffrey. He's probably one of the best players in the league. But man, he's taking hit after hit. You know, you know, he's out for the year. That foot injury. He's had a shoulder injuries before. Where he had shoulder surgery in the new offseason. You know, I I, I just I, I don't know really know what to you know say. Is will he be the Cam Newton of old when he when when he does return, albeit maybe in another team. Oh, it'll definitely be on another team. He's got like a $20 million option, and he's not getting paid. James Winston's not getting paid. Marcus Mariota's not getting paid. Andy Dalton's not getting paid. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll get, I guess we'll see what happens there. Uh, recapping some of the games from last week, let's go back to the game on Thanksgiving that I definitely want to talk about. My Buffalo Bills bam, 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 doing a work, carving up some turkey and the Cowboys on Thanksgiving doing work. Some jive turkeys. I, Dude, they have a bunch of jive turkeys down in Dallas. I done told you in America, I picked this game. Didn't I say? I said, I picked Buffalo to win this because you know why? Because no one circles a wagon like the Buffalo Bills. I told you, America, going into this year, the Cowboys were overrated. You guys didn't want to listen to me. You didn't want to hear it. You said, oh, no, they got the roster. They got, Zeke got paid. What are you getting paid for? Not, not doing a goddamn thing, okay? I done told you. I said it. 
The Cowboys were overrated. If you look at their wins, folks, look at their look at the teams that they're six and they're six. Look at the six teams that they beat: the Giants, the Redskins, the Dolphins, the Eagles, the Giants again, and the Lions. Okay, folks, none of these teams have a winning record. They 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 beat. They're just beating the bad teams. Which is what they should do. So they are they cannot win the games that they're so that they can't that they they can't win the games that they're supposed to win. Okay, and I mean as I mean well actually excuse me excuse me they're gonna win the games that they need to win. They're just winning they they're just winning the games that they're supposed to win. That's it. They're not doing anything special here. Look at I mean they lost to the Saints to the Packers. Hell they even lost to the damn Jets. Okay folks, you know so I I I said it. The Cowboys were overrated. They're proving that they're overrated. Their schedule doesn't get much, much better throughout the rest of the your last four games. But man, they got to turn it around quick. I mean, they they still got a shot at winning the, winning the, winning the division. I mean, really, realistically, Obed, do you think they could win the division? I'll ask you that first question. And really, where do they turn from here if they don't get it done? I mean, it's it's actually it's pretty bad. I, I keep seeing some stat on, you know, Dak Prescott's inability to win against winning football teams. And all of the teams that he's about to play, with the exception, I think, of one, is a winning football team. Um, it's it's tough sledding. Maybe we should look at their schedule here. They've got, They've the, got Bears, the Bears, the Rams, mm-hmm. the Eagles, and then the Redskins. They're not beating the Eagles in uh, Philly. I'm just going to stamp that one. Um, and the Rams coming to town, I think, is just not good for them unless they can keep the points up. Now, they play a lot better at home than they do on the road which is why I don't think they'll have a good time this weekend against the Bears. But they realistically are going to need to go 3-1 and one through through this gauntlet because the Eagles face a bunch of 2-9 and nine teams on the way to that uh, that matchup, mm-hmm. on the way to the NFC's crown. Yeah. It, yeah, they, I, th- I think they need to win out flat out. I think they need to win out. That just, I'm just going to say that. I think they need to win out. Get get to ten get to ten wins you know you know all that ten, ten wins is not the greatest but get to ten wins and just prove that you know hey go into the playoffs as a hot you know on a, on a winning streak you know the four game win streak that would be nice that would give you that would give you some momentum get that NFC East crown if they can get it done there kind of crazy uh, to think man. ten wins like your comment where you're like you know ten wins isn't really great it's like man the teams that are in the lead have ten wins now they have very few losses but. You know, t- this mm-hmm. is the time of the year where it's, yeah, t- stories can change, seasons can change, can turn around. You can either fall flat on your face or you can actually make it happen. But, you know, we'll right. see. The only time will tell. And the Cowboys don't yeah. have the best uh, Decembers of late. So, right, right, right. Um, another game which I predicted once again the Ravens beating on the 49ers 20 to 17 in a, in a thriller in a monsoon. I mean, a rain was pouring over in Baltimore. Yeah. Came out just came out to the Justin uh, Justin Tucker uh, field goal, man. Dude, I mean, what else? <laughs> all day, man. What else is there to say about these Ravens and Lamar Jackson? I mean, he Lamar he didn't throw for he didn't throw for that many. He only threw for 105 and a score, but he ran for 101, threw for 100, ran for 100, threw a pass and touchdown, ran for a, ran for a touchdown as well. He's doing it all, man. Uh, yeah, I guess, man, I got, I got to say the Ravens, Dan, dude, they're looking dominant as well. But I mean, your thoughts on the game really quick. Cause it, it was a thrill. It, I thought this is probably the, one of the best games over the weekend. 
I, I would say it's probably been one of the best games of the year. Um, it, it really stacked up. It had all the elements of it, especially in the in the weather. Um, you know, it, it, that's the difference that Lamar Jackson brings. Uh, you look over at uh, the Jimmy Graham side, you know, maybe had he put on the Jets a couple of times, used Jimmy his legs. It could have, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. could have. Could have been a different outcome for them on a lot of close plays, but obviously you got Raheem Mostert running as hard as he did, 146 and a touchdown, two touchdowns, I think. He, he was on, he was on fire. Um, one touchdown. One touchdown. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was quite a game to watch, man. And if this is what it's like to play the Ravens, you know, watch out. Yeah, I gotta say, watch out, watch out, league. The Ravens are on fire. Um, the Jaguars benched the quarterback Nick Foles in their loss to the Bucks. They've named Gardner Gardner Minshew as the starter for the rest of the year. I don't. I mean, this is kind of a bold question, but do you think that Nick Foles is a one and done in Jacksonville? You know, he did get forty one million guaranteed. Then he's gonna take that forty one million guaranteed to the bank. Right. Like it's just, it's, it's a done deal. You know, I mean, maybe that 41 guaranteed means that he's going to come out and actually like make an attempt to compete for the role at in training camp next year. But, you know, and I will say this, he was seven of what, like 11 or 12, uh, 190. Let me, let me, I got the, the stats up here. He was seven of 14 for 93 yards and an interception when he got pulled. Uh, and at that point, they were down 25 to nothing, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they come in, bring in Gardner Minshew. He goes 16 of 27, 147, one and, a, and one and one, a touchdown and an interception in mop up duty. I mean, it just Nick Foles is just not getting it done. I don't know what it is. Maybe he's just not, he's not 100%. Who knows? He, he could not be 100%, or he could just flat out just be not what we thought he was, or it could be that it could be the system as well too. That product, you know what I mean, not doing yeah. well just in on the under uh, in, in over excuse me over in Jacksonville. But man, <laughs> Doug Marone is an idiot coach, you know. To... Yeah, I, I I didn't I didn't like Doug Marone in Buffalo. I don't like him now. I don't. I'm not sure he really knows really what this you know developer really scheme. When I, and man, I gotta speak just on the Jackson Jaguars really quick. What happened to Leonard Fournette? I mean, he came out, you know, a rookie year, year, man, looking like, you know, he was the back of the future. But, man, I mean, he's doing all right. I mean, he's got a 989 yards this year so far, but only three scores, you know. They've yeah. got to find him a way. I think they've got to find a way to get, get him the ball more. So if you look at, you know, he, he actually caught uh, nine passes for 53 yards, which isn't really great. You know, it's six yards a clip. That's a lot of underneath work. But he's caught 65 passes this year. So he's about to have an over thousand yard season and catch at least eighty passes in a season. He's working okay. out on a bad team, you know. Like mm-hmm. I'm sure he's he's due for some regression positively on his uh or regression to the mean for the amount of touchdowns he should probably have for all the production that he's done. You know, he could have you know at least five touchdowns right now, um, on top yeah. of the schedule he's at. But that's just how bad that this team is. I, honestly, I just predicted him to have at least you know maybe closer to 1,400 yards on the ground, you know, just really just the way he was moving along in his career early on. So that's why I'm just thinking of him having getting more more on the running game going. Uh, as far as the passing going, uh, passing game, you know, I know he's, he didn't really thought of it to be as that, you know, pass catching back, you know, like a yeah. like a Christian McCaffrey type of type yeah. of player. But, man, I really just thought they would pound the rock with them, you know, and that defense is not what it used to be. Of course, Jalen Ramsey we know is not there. Uh, but we'll see if they, they get it turned around uh, somewhat soon. Um, I wanted to mention a couple shout-outs, a couple shout-outs to the Dolphins being up on the Eagles. Man, that, was, that was an upset for sure. Um, quickly, do you think the Phillies have a realistic shot to win the division? 
I don't think that's an upset. The NFC East has looked like trash all year, and most of these teams are either at 500 or below. They could end up having one of the worst division uh, uh, records by the end of the season. Mind you, for all of the people out there who say the, play, the Patriots get into the, a, into the uh, AFC Championship game because they play in the AFC East, the AFC East has been kicking the excrement out of the NFC East. I hope I said it with enough inflection for you to hear what I said. <laughs> um, so, you know, when you say upset, I don't know, man, they, the Eagles just say they don't have any healthy wide receivers. I'm glad that the defensive line is playing great. The secondary is doing their best. They got super fried up by Devonte Parker coming out of nowhere with his, uh, game 159, two touchdowns. I think he had mm-hmm. insane. It's hard to turn it up. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, you know, across the board, we, yeah, you, people will say it's an upset on paper, but I think you can dog these teams in the NFC East. Philadelphia former champions are living on old dreams because they're five and seven right now and they need to figure it out. Yeah, they do. They do. Also, shout out to the Bengals getting their first victory of the year. Congratulations to the Bengals. Red rifle. They, they will. There will not be an 0 16 team this year in the league, folks. Um, uh-huh. Albeit their win, their win, <laughs> albeit their win was against the Jets. But hey, a win is still a win. Uh, and another big matchup, which I wanted to talk about briefly, which I predicted as well. Oh, Ben, you need to listen to me. America, you need to listen to me. When the picks come in, follow your boy Sherm. Listen, the Texans getting that dub over them Patriots. Was we know, old Ben, throw it in your face right now. Sorry, man. I told you. Dude, there's certain games. There's certain. I uh, Listen, I'm not saying the Texans are better than the Patriots. I'm just saying I predicted this game. I said it, you know what I mean? Albeit, I did say the Patriots could very well win the game. But on paper, I put it down on the, on the Texans. It, would, it was at home, you know, you know, kind of game. You know, it could just randomly happen like that, you know. And I, and sure enough, that's exactly what had happened. You know, Sunday Sunday night under the prime time. You know, same thing would happen against the Baltimore. Prime time game in Baltimore. Boom, it happened. Same thing here, the Patriots. I think, honestly, dude, I got to say, Obed, I think the Patriots are getting a little exposed, you know. Um, I don't know your thoughts. I, I think they're getting exposed, though. Do, do you? Well, so I'll say that Houston sports one of the worst secondaries in the NFL. Uh, and, you know, absent of them winning a game uh, where the Patriots had like half of the team sick and flying on two separate planes to keep the infected people away from the healthy people. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think you know, kudos to Houston for pulling it off with a great trick play at the end there as well. Um mm-hmm. I think they have the formula for being in the Pats, misdirection with the running formations, very Wildcat-esque um, with mobile quarterback play, you know, just something about uh, the RPO that playing that D against that as a defense has not gotten through the NFL yet to where they can stifle that, right? Like the Wildcat has only been around for so long. People finally figured it out. Uh, this is the first time that we've seen this kind of play continuously just hammer on people with the Kansas City Chief, the Eagles doing some of it. Uh, and, you know, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles and who else? Uh, the Ravens executing it to perfection. Uh, and they use a lot of elements of that with Kyle Shanahan's system with the Niners. Um, did the Patriots get exposed? I mean, I don't know if it's exposed as much as that's how you play them, right? You keep them, you keep Tom Brady on the sidelines with ball possession, uh, and then you hammer them in the run game over and over and over again. And then if you can't beat the Ravens defense, which, you know, the tape is out there now that the 49ers showed what it takes to beat them on the ground. Um, you know, that it's, it's what it came down to was Houston's weakest links playing better than the Patriots weakest links. 
right? Darren Fells had a touchdown. Kenny Stills had a touchdown. Uh, and I think um, who's not one of their weakest links to Andre Hopkins, he had two touchdowns, one he threw and one he actually caught. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, I don't want to say the Patriots got exposed. Again, this was you, – you could see when they cashed it in uh, in the fourth quarter with nine minutes left and were like, we're not actually going to try. I don't know where they came up with that last drive with the James White touchdown. It just looked like Houston fell asleep. But, uh, no, I mean, they're, you know, out of, out of the driver's seat. Look at Ravens, number one on top of the AFC. There you go. There you go, man. How, how legit do you think Houston is? I, I don't a, do, you, do you think they're a legit contender? Excuse me. I don't think they're legit at all. They still sport one of the worst secondaries. Like, I don't think people understand how bad the, that defense actually is. Now, they might not have looked it on national television because national television, the Sunday night in the Patriots, always seems to make the other team look good. Wink, wink. Um, but uh, Houston, Houston, look at the look at the record. Look at the games they've played. Look at the losses they've had. Houston is not a legit contender. All right, all right. I mean, some some people are gonna say Deshaun Watson can lead that team for quite some time. I mean, dude, looking at their schedule, they can probably win out the rest of the year. And if you know they're eight and four right now, they've got the Broncos, Titans, Bucks, and Titans. Dude, if they can go if they can go twelve and four, you know that's that's I'll put them in in a, in a high spot. They'll probably they'll win their division, of course. But man. That's gonna that's gonna be nice for them. I think with Houston, it's just, it's they're, gonna, they're gonna rely on Deshaun Watson, as we know, and, and DeAndre Hopkins, of course. But man, if they can really get that offense going, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to stop. It's gonna be hard to stop for sure. Let's get into our next segment. Of course, the you right, you mad, oh bad. Got two questions here for you, or well, two statements you really want to post here this week. You answer it if I'm right or if I'm just flat out crazy. The Ravens are the best team in football. Sherman, you mad. It's too many other good teams out there. And absent a, you know, inability to get a first down, uh, I think that was the best game that the NFL's given us this year with the uh, uh, Ravens and the, excuse me, Ravens and the 49ers. Um, 49ers got a rough, tough team, man. And I just, I don't think anybody gave them a chance on the ground against the Ravens, and they went and pushed them around. They not only have an all-pro tight end, they have an all-world blocker in that guy. So, you know, uh, the Ravens are a good team, but they showed us that, that they've got some chinks in the armor of that defense that if you can get up on them, it would come down to you making one more play to get a first down and three points. Okay. All right. And last up here on you right, you mad. The Bills can win the AFC East. Sherman, you're right, man. I, I didn't really pick the Bills to play as well as they have and be an almost 10-win team right here. Um, uh, you know, coming up next week is a really good test for them to see where they're at, uh, and we'll talk about those picks in a moment. Um, but, you know, if the Patriots don't pull this off at home against Kansas City, uh, leaving the door open for the Bills to play a very spirited game against the Ravens, and you're picking the Ravens for an upset, you mean you're picking the Bills for the upset there? I don't know. It could be an interesting December. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm looking forward to it, man. <laughs> yep. And as we move the calendar over to December, of course, we will get into our picks for week 14 in and uh, around the league. Obed, feel free to take it away, sir. <laughs> Guys, um, ladies, children of all ages. Uh, it's rough city out here. Um, I have not. I don't think we did the allocation yet, but I didn't do. I didn't fare too well last week. It, oh, it's eight. there. Oh, it's there. <laughs> uh, eight and eight. I'm at 103.77 and one. Sherman went 12 and four. 114.66 and one. I am. I'm down by not 11 wins, America. I need 11 wins. Um, 
which is craziness, craziness, craziness. Oh my goodness! But listen, your boys got a whole bunch of. I got a whole bunch of fantasy teams. A couple on by and a few I got stuff to do. So America, send me your energy. I just need the picks because Lord knows I ain't picking them on my own. Um, I told you, folks, if you want your picks, come to me. Come see your boy Sherm. I got you. This is week to week. This is, he hasn't been ever great every week, but he's in the league. Well, let's give him a minute. Let's give him a minute too. Uh, so, all right, starting off here, Dallas to Chicago. Uh, I'm going to go Dallas. I know this is a spot where they could probably slip up against Chicago, but I don't know if Chicago has that offense, man. I'm going to – yeah, you know, I'm going to go Chicago just because the defense and also because it's in Chicago. I think this is the downward spiral for the, for the, for the Cowboys – um, I think they could probably win the rest of the games, but you know, I'm, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to go Bears in this one. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> um, all right, keep it going. We've got Carolina at Atlanta. Carolina, we just spoke about fired their head coach Ron Rivera after nine seasons. Uh, I don't think this is a bounce back spot for them. And uh, something to ponder: Carolina uh, statistically eliminated from a uh, mathematically statistical, uh, uh, mathematically eliminated from postseason play. Do they shut down Christian? McCaffrey. Did they shut down McCaffrey? I don't think they will. Maybe the last game of the year, but I don't think they shut him down now. Um, so I'm just saying, I, you know, it's, that's a good question though. But I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say they shut him down. Maybe though towards the last game. I don't think they shut him down now. But I will be going with you. I'm, I will be picking Atlanta in this matchup. Let's go. All right, Baltimore at Buffalo. Uh, you know, I just, I become enamored with the way Buffalo plays now. They play that condensed game. It's a very, all these teams are playing the Russell Wilson style. Run, run, run. Take your shots every now and again. Super high efficient quarterbacking. Couple touchdowns. You know, might even run for one. And you end up getting the W at the end. Uh, Buffalo now has the blueprint seeing how you can run it. And, and credit the 49ers for just hammering, hammering the Ravens. Give it, getting Lamar Jackson to cough up his first fumble on a great play. Uh, but we're going Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo all the way, man. I mean, this it's one can go obviously go either way. Most people are going to pick Baltimore in this one, but I got to tell you, they're, they're circling the wagons, folks. They're circling <laughs> the wagons. Let's go, Bills. They don't plan to die from dysentery in this one. Cincinnati <laughs> at Cleveland. Cincinnati coming off their first win with uh, the Red Rifle. Uh, Andy Dalton back at the helm. Um, got a couple pieces back, but I don't think it's going to be enough. Uh, Cleveland all the way on this one for me. Yeah, Cleveland has to win this, man. They came out with that disappointing loss this past weekend to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh was on their third-string quarterback, Duck Hodges. Who the hell is Duck Hodges? Duck Hodges in the 24th and a half century. They're playing Duck Duck Goose out there if the Browns were doing. I don't know what they were doing because, good Lord, how could they not win against a third-string quarterback? Yeah, I think it's pretty much done for Cleveland. They have to win out, so I'm going Cleveland all the way here in this one. Good, good, good. All right, uh, Washington at Green Bay. Obviously, watching Green Bay light it up in uh, New York at the Met Oland Stadium uh, in the snow. I'm going Green Bay in this one. Yeah, Green Bay. Washington had that upset victory. Of course, we saw it in Carolina, but Green Bay. They don't. I don't think. I don't think the skins, skins have a chance here. No, not at all. Great rushing on the ground by Washington. Though. Good to see Darius guys healthy. Ten cat. Ten carries for 129 yards and, and I think got two tugs. He, he, look, he looks good. He looks good. I'm glad to see him back. Excuse me, fully healthy there. I'm glad to see him back in action. Absolutely. So we got the Detroit Lions and the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota coming off a tough loss where they were still kind of in it at the end of the game against the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I'm going Minnesota in this one. That was another great game uh, last night, you know, Minnesota at Seattle. That was a fantastic one. I think Minnesota definitely turns it around this week and gets the victory here. Nice. All right. So in San Francisco at New Orleans. San Francisco, I would love to pick them in the spot. I just feel like coming off of that tough road game against the Ravens, and then you've got another road game at New Orleans. I hope that they didn't go home. 
I hope they just flew right down there and got the, got the business. Um, but New Orleans really needs to come out here and prove that they are the team to beat. Or excuse me, that they are one of the teams to beat in the NFC. Uh, you know, I think they, they had a good win last week, but really kind of turn it on to beat San Francisco. I'm And America, I might change my pick on this one, depending on the week goes. Kamara hasn't looked like himself. I hope he comes out and shows something, especially for my fantasy team. But let's go New Orleans. Because it's in New Orleans, I'm picking New Orleans. I gotta say, if it was in San Fran, I'd probably pick San Fran. Um, that's it's hard. That's that place is a tough place to play, tough to get place to get victories over there. I am picking New Orleans in this one. Um, I think, like I said, they came out firing against Atlanta on Thanksgiving night. Uh, they're gonna they're just gonna keep lighting up the rest of the way. I'm going with the Saints. All right, all right. Uh, Miami at New York. I think time for a little retribution. I think I've loved what I've seen from Fitzpatrick and Devontae Parker, but I have a feeling that the Jets are not going to let them try to just run away from this one. Uh, but we'll see. Um, but I am going to New York. You know, as you just mentioned that it's Fitzpatrick back in New York where he used to play here. Uh, I'm actually going to be changing my pick. I'm actually – I was going to go Jets, but I'm actually going to go – Miami here in this one. I think Fitzpatrick comes in New York, you know, his former town, home, home town, uh, home team, um, and, and gets that victory for a little revenge action here. So I'm going to Miami on paper. Yeah, I got I got some buy-in on the Miami side. We'll see. America just can't just keep stay tuned, America. It might change. Um, <laughs> all right, so Indianapolis at Tampa Bay. Indiana looking terrible the last few weeks, but just don't have enough to get it done. I mean, even with Jonathan Williams out there, uh, you know, they lost another wide receiver in Paris Campbell. Um, you know, T.Y. Hilton had a had a flare-up in his calf, and now they're down to Zach Pascal coming back, I believe, off of a broken hand off of IR. So uh, I'm going to go Tampa Bay. I think they're going to come out here. And at Bruce Arians, I know he wants this win against his old ball club. Yeah, I'm going Tampa Bay for sure here in this one. Yeah, he's mentioned Bruce Arians going up. Um, man, Winston, he needs to show out the rest of the year, prove that he's a legitimate quarterback. I mean, he what, leads the league in interceptions. They get, they're putting point, they're putting points up on the board. They're also giving up a lot of points. You know, they're barely staying in it just because their offense is so uh, so uh, so impactful. But you know, he's turned turning the ball over way too much. But I was, I'll go Tampa Bay here in this one. Yeah, you gotta you gotta clean that up. Gotta clean that up. All right, Denver at Houston. Uh, gonna go Houston. You know, I just hey, it was great to see Drew Locke come out and throw hail marys all day to Cortland Sutton, especially that one hander that he caught. Uh, but I just think Houston is too well coached of a team to have Denver come into their house and push them around. Yeah, we talked. We just talked about Houston before. Deshaun and Watson. If they, like I said, if they can win the last four, that'll be nice for them. So let's go Houston. Chargers at Jacksonville. Uh, you know, I kind of like the Chargers this one, even with Gardner Minshew out there. Uh, he hasn't always played big in some spots, and the Chargers are featuring Derwin uh, James back in the secondary um, and Russell Okun back on the offensive line. So I like the Chargers' chances. Okay, if, if Derwin James is back there in that defensive secondary for the Chargers, that definitely changes things up a bit for them. But either way, I'm still going Jacksonville. Uh, Minshew Mania is alive back in the flesh. But, uh, man, Chargers, they might need to make some changes. You know, there's been a report that Phillip Rivers could get benched if his uh, if his uh, bad ways continue, that it, it is a possibility that Phillip Rivers could get benched. So we'll see. But I'm going Jags. Ooh, I like an LA Chargers team with Tyrod Taylor behind me. That would be deadly. Anthony Nealon knows exactly how to use uh, Tyrod Taylor. Mm. Um, and hey, uh, Gardner Minshew said, no, no uh, shave November, hold my beer. Um, <laughs> Tennessee at Oakland. You know, Oakland's had a good year, maybe not playing the toughest teams on their schedule, but kind of producing in a lot of those games, especially when they got to 6-4. and four. Uh, But I like Tennessee in this one. You know, the more I, I hate on Derrick Henry, the more he goes out here and runs. And this is his time of the year when teams are, are starting to be worn down. Defenses are worn down. They can't take the bruising of this big guy coming through this, the middle. 
Yeah, you know, Tennessee is still fighting for that uh, AFC South crown. They won a game behind the Texans. I'm going to go Tennessee here. Derrick Henry's looking looking good this year, man. A lot of people were sleeping on him. You know, he's, he's, I think he's really showing himself that he is that premier back. He can lead the way. Sir. Uh, okay, Kansas City at New England. Shock and awe, America. I'm going to take the Patriots. Um, <laughs> you know, the, well, you know, again, there are just spots in the game where, as a Patriots fan, I can watch and see what they're trying to accomplish. They, they didn't do it. But then I can see where they are understanding what's happening around them, and they've got the stuff to do it. Um, so there was a, they were, I mean, they needed 15, 17, and they got a 23-yard reception from Ben Watson, who is a 38-year-old tight end. And they have scarcely used him when you know that they need pass-catching help. That that seam that uh, uh, Rob Gronkowski will be running through is still open in this offense. They just need somebody to take advantage of it. And they know that they can't use that now. They gotta, they've got to wait until the postseason. They gotta wait. It's the only saving grace for them. And honestly, uh, listen, if that's their only saving grace, these guys might have problems. Uh, but I'm going to England. You know what? I'm going KC in this one, Obed. Um, I think this is where KC starts to really turn it around and prove that they are, they are, you know, the team to beat. You know, because everyone had high expectations going into the year. You're like, KC, they're going all the way to the Super Bowl. You know, you know, they came, they were came so close. They were in the AFC Championship last year against the Patriots. You know, they came down to overtime. I think this is a game where the KC really proves that, proves imposes their will on the Patriots. Patriots do not have enough offensive firepower, even though the defense is legit, probably one of the best in the league. But I think KC just has a little bit more on offense. You know. Ebo, their defense is terrible. I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm going with the Chiefs here in this one, folks. If the Chiefs better get a running back, uh, what's his name? Uh, LaShawn McCoy's got the fumbles, and Daryl Williams just got a non-contact injury up to his knee, I believe. So they're down to like their last string running back. But if that's yeah, not I about mean, running, I, I, I can't I, I, sit I, I I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots win. Please, obviously, you know they're very capable of winning the game, but I'm just gonna I'm I'm picking the upset here, folks. That's Woo. all. And the the picks have been fired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're keeping moving. Pittsburgh and Arizona. Um, I like the kind of defense that Pittsburgh has been playing. Uh, they definitely don't have it offensively, but Arizona is not stopping anyone. They gave up uh, 19 targets, 13 receptions, and like 182 yards or something like that to. Uh, 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 Robert Woods and he didn't catch a touchdown um, so you know I think there's some big playability out there uh, inside the dome yeah you know uh, I'm going to Arizona um, even though I, like I said Pittsburgh being with that third string quarterback I don't think they can really keep keep that up so I'll go Arizona I like Colin Murray you know he's he's developing before our eyes you know they haven't you know he we are, they, we expected them to you know, not be very good this year of course rookie quarterback rookie coach but I'm gonna go I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Arizona here in this one for the dub very nice very nice they're playing well I like I like what he's done on offense and you know Kyle uh, Cliff Kingsbury is doing his best with whatever he has out there. Yeah, I think that's what it is. He's just doing what he can with what he has. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so Seattle at L.A. I mean, it's not even a question. Seattle's coming off with a big win against Minnesota. I got them taking this one. Yeah, Seattle, Russell Wilson, MVP form. Yeah, and I think it's him It's him and Action Jackson for the MVPs right now. Seattle, too much for the Rams. I don't know what happened to the Rams offense, what it was last year. I think, like I said before, folks have figured out Sean McVay, so I'm going Seahawks. They got they got offensive line problems. I mean, they lost their I think they lost their center, uh, right tackle, guard. And now they like had to bring somebody up off the street. They, they're just not getting it done on the offensive line, and it's definitely showing them out for what they can be when they look bad. Um, yep. 
New York Giants at Philly. Uh, you know, going Philadelphia on this one, I, I have faith that, you know, hopefully everybody's going to be at full strength. Saquon's not look good. Uh, Daniel Jones is starting to have the fumbles. Uh, you know, they're getting some good play from Darius Slayton, but it's just not going to be enough to stop Philly. Not in Philly. You, dude, your boy Danny Dimes is looking more like Danny Loose Change out here. Um, so I don't, I don't really know what to say. Philly has to have this victory, so I'm going to go with Philly Eagles. Philly Freeway. <laughs> yeah, in the building. Yeah, yeah, let's go, Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. <laughs> yeah. oh, well, and with that, well, that's our show, uh, America. Looks like uh, uh, Sherman, thank you very much for having me on. Uh, America, thank you very much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Uh, Sherman, anything you want to say to the people? No, man. You know, like I said before, um, we, we are now in December, folks. Man, I can't believe it. 2019 is about to be over. About to be holiday time. You're about to be see Christmas stuffed down your throat for the next twenty some twenty some odd days. Um, you know, man, I'm, I'm tired. Y'all, y'all keep putting out this damn Christmas music, playing it all day, every day at your job, in the car, whatever. It's better turn that crap off. I'm tired of it. Okay, I'm tired of it. See, I've been hearing that junk for the last thirty six years. All right, no more damn crim. Sick of this damn Christmas music all day, every day. How many times you gonna hear jingle, jingle, damn bells? Throw them damn bells away. Okay. All right, I'm tired of listening to Mariah Carey singing about Let It Snow and all that, you know what I mean? So, listen. Same Tell him why you're mad, son. Tell him why you're mad. I'm telling you why you're mad, right? Okay? Listen, tired of this damn Christmas music. Tired of Christmas to be over. You can call me, call me a Grinch, whatever you want to call me. I don't give a damn. I'm here for the I'm here for the news and the sports and the news and action, folks. I'll see you guys next time. I'm out of here. Oh, Ben, take, take, take us out. Ladies and gentlemen, it was a pleasure. Thanks for having me on the show. Make sure you like and subscribe at soundcloud.com forward slash what's the word entertainment. And then catch us on Twitter at the real WWENT. Correction, at the WWENT. Sorry, that was updated. At the WWENT. At the WWENT. We're going to get it right next time, America. Don't you worry. It'll be a Christmas (laughs) miracle. We're out. (laughs) Peace.